Seven, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Wow. Oh, it's that time again. Uh, Paul Chandler's going to start this whole thing he does. It's called the Shylock Podcast. It's probably going to start any minute now. Anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, sit back and relax. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphoric? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's got all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, well, so what are we doing this episode? Well, um, we're going to be talking about music again. We're going to be talking about the big hits of 1998 um, in the UK and the US. And um, we have Lee Robertson back with us. Hi, Lee. Good evening. No, it's not evening. It's afternoon, isn't it? Oh, it might be when they listen to it. Yeah, say? covering all good evening. Well, who was yeah. that? Alice, you said good morning, good evening. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's fill other words in. <laughs> well, uh, we'll, we'll, let you, we'll let you have a quick lie down. Whilst we, well, we've run the theme music, and when we come back, we'll get talking about the, the, these, these hits. So run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Dean. I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope you haven't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> That's the Shy Life Podcast, no doubt. I don't think so. It's all green. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> and we're back. So, 1998. I mean, I've been looking at some of the songs, and I think... I think we had the better ones in the UK. The, the it was quite varied this year. I mean, good and bad, but at least varied, which is the main thing. Um, but uh, it, what do you remember from 1998, if anything? Or, do you remember anything about the music? Or, or I, I have I have no recollection of 19. I've reached that age in my life where, unless somebody shows me a photograph or an actual light goes, this is what happened. I go, oh yeah, so it did. I've just quickly looked at the charts, and it was very pop. Yeah. So um, that's made me slightly happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was kind of the height of the um, mix, the boy-girl, boy bands and girl bands. So that, that thing, think the Britpop had kind of been done and dusted and, yes. yeah, pop had regained its... There were a few, band, there were a few bands that sort of probably came out of, that sort of came out of, Britpop like Catatonia, I think they, they were quite big mm. and they had been around during Britpop, but they weren't sort of big when Britpop was was big. But uh, yeah, I think it's 
going to be quite an interesting um, an interesting year. I'm just having a look to see any events, any, any, oh, um, oh, well, uh, this was the year that um, one of the guys from Chumbawamba poured ice over John Prescott at the 1998 Oh, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I do remember that. Um, and uh, Liam Gallagher broke a fan's nose at, um, in Brisbane um, when he took, um, took photos. Oh, and he, and he apparently abused people on a flight, um, the Cathay Pacific, uh, uh, difficult to say, the Cathay Pacific flight as well. So that's what he was up to. Oh, and Mark Morrison was arrested and sentenced for jail. Um, oh, rowdy boys that year. Apparently, he sent a lookalike to do. His, uh, he was already in trouble when he sent a lookalike to do his community service. Oh, uh, went off on tour. I do remember, I remember that. Yes, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just these are events. Just these to be fights. Um, mm. or, um, it's also the year that George Michael got into trouble. Um, oh, in the toilets. Yeah, in California, um, Beverly Hills. Um, Jerry Halliwell left the Spice Girls. Oh. Um, Oh, and the chart show ended and was replaced by CD UK, which wasn't as good as the chart show. But, uh, um, well, I don't think it was. I mean, it was, I used to watch CD UK, but I did miss the chart show. Well, uh, CD UK with Anton Deck, Deck or and, Kat Dealey. And Kat Dealey, yeah. It sort of came after whatever it, did. Yeah, it came after the children's, the, the, the SMTV Live. Yes, I do remember that. But it was, it was, um, all just studio stuff. It was a bit like Top of the Pops, I suppose. Yes, uh, lots of interviews and and performances mm. and stuff. Yes, I do remember. I do remember that dear. Yes, and, and actually, we um, um, Callum and I used to have a because because when they had a song to sort of punctuate the end of the song, you'd have the big announcement like CD UK, CD, and and, and Callum and I had a bit of a sort of ongoing thing where 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 there was a moment. Like you out somewhere and something happened and it just felt like you should hear CDU game bringing out it became a bit of a obviously had to be there but um, um, oh and um, uh, Ian Brown did something threatening at, on, a, on an air, on an airplane this the only facts there are is people throwing things at people is uh, is angry angry angry, angry straight boys um throwing their weight around on public transport and and trying to get out of community i, I like to imagine that mark morrison sent somebody Indeed. dressed in like a complete sort of like mark morrison costume yeah, yeah. like full on glasses. your dark glasses in it and a suit um with sequins on it yeah yeah <laughs> You know, some people sort of some some people have views of what they think are smart, which other people don't, and, and, and really it's just like a really st- just a stereotype. Of, like um, some probably went in a suit, um, shiny glasses. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, I think we'll just get on with the music. It's this 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 not enough that that's um, that's <laughs> different enough uh, to discuss about events. But uh, I think we have quite a lot of. Um, a lot of songs that just did one um, like one week, but I think we've discussed that but, um, before that, that it sort of got, gets to that sort of stage. But uh, um, so the first number one in the UK um, of 1998 is, and it's one that was number one towards the end of last year as well. So we won't talk about it for too much because I think we covered it quite a lot. Uh, but it's that perfect day, various artists. Um, oh yeah it was it hanging over from the previous yeah. year yeah. yeah and um 
yeah, in between, it was it was number one for two weeks, sort of late November, early December. Then we had Teletubbies. Then we had Spice Girls. Oh. Then it came back to perfect day for one more week. But um, but the the next number one after that is is a, a sort of well known one. Um, it's Never Ever by All Saints. Oh yes, they're they're uber hit. Yes, they 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 done one of well maybe just one single before that, which didn't which did okay but didn't do as well. This is their first number one, I think. Mm, yes, I can remember. Um, just trying to check. I know I know where it's at. It's got number four. Um, uh, I think that was yeah. Well, it would have been late late in ninety seven. Um, yeah, so this is their second single. They pretty pretty good. It was, I think that's the one that whenever you say also, it's that's probably the one that you think about the the most is never ever. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think of Pure Shores, but I think you're right though. That's probably the most the one that the public would would think of because it didn't didn't they a sort of they're wearing their cargo pants and things. Yeah, and I think the video, they're walking through a room and there's explosions going off oh, and that. stuff. Um, I don't know why. And the, <laughs> the, the kind of like the spoken word bit. It's uh, um, that at the beginning or at the end? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I, I have listened. I mean, I have bought the sort of noughties and teens um, All Saints albums. So I, 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 when I do listen to them, I tend to listen to... Well, I don't listen to whole albums much these days. It's more. So I, I have listened to some of their later singles that I've, you know, which are now old as well. Mm. Um, some of the ones that didn't do so well because the sort of the early ones did did well, but they, they did some good ones more recently that didn't didn't do so good, but they were good. They were good, yeah. They just, I think it's just that kind it's of typical. Fun. If you pass the age of thirty, mm-hmm. five, and that's pushing it, you, you're not going to get a hit because the region won't play your stuff um but i like the fact that they're still together mm. that they they because they did kind of sort of split up for a while and then yeah. i've managed to kind of cough spice girls cough um kind of carry on creating stuff yeah and it's it's sort of it doesn't feel like they're doing it for a reunion or for an event which it does with uh, cough mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah for for a huge paycheck and they, they've, I think Spice Girls have only ever done two or three songs when they have come back, um, and for like great, a greatest hits or something. Um, there's never new material hasn't been there for no, no. But uh, I've just got. I, I think that the All Saints just come and stood outside my house actually. And there's, there's, have they? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, somebody's got off the train and they've got those the, Appleton twins, rowdy girls, um, rowdy. They they became a duo, didn't they, for a short period of time? Appleton. Yeah, yeah they had they had a couple of top forty hits and one at least one top ten hit. I think um, I think I had their their album, uh, but uh, and um, then. Um, yeah, I think they did, did. They all do solo singles. I know. I know. I don't think that they. I think the Appletons were more successful than perhaps Chazney and um, Melanie. I think they released songs, but I don't think they charted particularly very Ch- high. I think people muttered a lot about Chazney because she wrote tended to write their, their songs, but uh, I think she wrote for other people. Um, 
more than kind of kind of herself. I, I think I remember having a Chasenay Lewis album. Quite liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, f- after that, we have Oasis with All Around the World for one week. Um, not not my not my favourite Oasis. Not my song. cup of tea. I don't even remember it. I don't remember it, it, what was it. All around the world. All around the world. Oh, okay. Just a bit, sort of by numbers. So I'm getting confused with that E17 song now. Been around the world. Yeah, that would be a good mashup. Somebody out there. Uh, then we have for one week, Usher. You make me wanna. Oh, okay. Um, don't know that I, if I know that or not, but uh, um, you make me wanna. It was very. Um, yeah, it was that kind of very polished R and B American type stuff, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to see. Um, press. Oh, he's been around a while actually. His first album was '94, but I don't know when we we first heard about him. Um, not looks like yeah, it looks like '97. Looks like perhaps it's one of those things where people are around, and perhaps we don't discover them over here until like a second album or yeah surprised i always kind of think of him perhaps as that's quite a a, a long career that i didn't think he was i kind of assumed he was more sort of more naughty yeah but um yeah his first two singles over he didn't do that well over here but um then he was in 98 he was having um pop your color number two you remind me, number three. You got it bad, number five. You don't have to call number six. He's doing. He's spelling his singles like Prince did with the oh, you. Oh, with the U's. Everything is you. I suppose that could be because of. Well, that's because you and Usher, uh, whether it's sort of stylized and. Um, but then there's yeah in two thousand and. Um, yeah, these are going into the noughties now. Yeah, and burn and caught up and love in this club. And oh my god, or OMG, um, <laughs> DJ got us falling in love. Oh, I like ten. that one, that's a particular favorite of mine. <laughs> Climax, Scream, that's 2012. I mean, he's quite lucky that he's still, because he, presumably, he's not exactly a spring chicken. Spring um, chicken, no, he's probably, it's like, I think he's kind of deceptively ageless. People don't actually realize how old he is a bit like Sia, but he doesn't really have the fringe um <laughs> he's 40 guys he, oh. he was having hits well into the teens so. when he was a fetus when he was a, when he was born <laughs> yeah. um so after oh i think this is a favorite of yours coming up um after usher we have aqua with dr jones for two weeks um, um I, can, mm, I, I, it was okay. I, I wasn't. I have to say, I'm not a massive Aqua fan. It kind of, sort of, like teetered on the novelty mm-hmm. for, for me, and then they, then they released Turn Back Time, which was a, which was a proper belting pop song, which wasn't wasn't kind of cheesy. Um, yeah, yeah. Were, I'm, 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 I kind of would say the same. I didn't hate didn't hate them but i mean i in fact um at time of recording we seem to be competing with top of the pops repeats because they're doing their documentaries of each year um 
like rather than wait until they're actually showing the episodes, they're doing them every few weeks. So All right. uh, I think I think we just got ahead with our 1997 episode before they did their 1997 episode. And, and I, I don't want to be mean about it, but I think we we did a much more interesting episode than they did <laughs> because they went they picked. I think to give a real diverse picture of 1997, they did stuff that or acts that had only just done uh, like maybe one top ten here not not and not all the number ones uh, whereas mm. i i think we covered i think we we're more accurate but i think by the time this episode goes out we'll, they'll have overtaken us so. but um not to say we still won't have done it better than them but, uh, um <laughs> uh, so yes so but aqua were on the 1997 episode because barbie girl falls into 97 and um even though they weren't my favorite they were one of the better bits of, of mm, euro pop yeah. Because they're, they're still around. They are, yes, and they're looking quite good for their for mm. their for their advanced age. One would imagine. <laughs> and um, them, two of them are married as well. And uh, mm. uh, anyway, um, next after the actually, I'm surprised. Cause, I mean, actually, it does come back, but um, we have Celine Dion. My heart will go on. Uh, and it's only for one week, but it feels like it, it feels like one of those ones that was a number one for forever. Yeah, um, did, did it? I think that might have come back, mightn't it? Did it co- coincide with the? Um, did we have DVDs in '97? I don't think we did. Did we '98? Did it coincide with the video VHS release yeah. of Ti- Titanic? Possibly. Um, it, I, I try and think. We didn't. It didn't. It wasn't in the charts last year. It does, it does, um, it does, uh, yeah, we will hear, we will see it comes back in. But, uh, yeah, it just feels like it was around for the operation. Yeah, it, yeah, I quite, there was a, there was, um, I don't know if it was a, a, a countrywide thing, but I, I used to, the, on a radio station where I lived, they played sort of like this, this, this remix of it that kind of sort of had, um, sort of dialogue of the actual film at the start of it and then it turned into this massive house banger um um and i don't know if that was like a just for that station or whether it was like you know like madonna had a dance version of um don't cry for me argentina um i don't know if it was that kind of a thing um so which is nice a nice dance banger about a, 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 a massive ship sinking and uh, drowning thousands of people which you know I'm not really a big Steve Dion fan. I'm sure there are ones of the, but it's one of those things where you, when you end up sort of deciding that perhaps you don't really like an act, you then unfortunately miss when they may do. Yes, a good job. song. Yeah. Um, or one that so, you like. I like Celine Dion, the person, more than I like Celine Dion and her music. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's like Mariah Carey. I've never been a fan of hers, but I have been pointed in the direction of tracks that by somebody who thought well i know what you like pop wise so you may like this and then sure yeah. enough, yeah i did find some i liked um they weren't necessarily was the famous ones mm. and um i think with celine dion i like i like that falling into you one um but i don't i, I don't know why now i don't i don't think <laughs> i would actually own it or don't play know it why ever. i just um, do <laughs> I disapprove of her version of Power of Love just because there's nothing wrong with it. I'd rather hear oh. the original. 
Okay. I I my favorite all-time Celine Dion track, I think he's from sort of like the very sort of like mid-90s, is Misled, which is completely not a not the kind of track that you imagine. And she used the words diss in it, which I just like there. <laughs> and if I've been dissed, she says, oh, you've been seriously misled. I love that song. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure. I always kind of think that yeah, there's probably I bet there's um uh, pretty much everyone out there who's I bet they'll even if I don't think I like them, there'll be a song on some album or some B side that mm. I just don't know. So I always presume that that even the people I don't think I like that um may, there must be something in their catalogue I will like. Um uh, after Celine Dion for one week I mean, it's surprising that these are just one week some of these ones because they're so well known but we got um, Corner Shop with Brimful of Asher oh the yeah. Norman Cook remix right yes because that was that took it from kind of a bit of a sort of a bland sort of folky type song into a bit of a quirky pop mm. bop yes I do remember that I think I bought that it's all about yeah. bosoms, isn't it? Bosoms for yeah. pillows and things like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's. I don't know that I ever had the album, but it's one of those one. It's one of those ones a bit like um, the Chemical Brothers and things like that, where I can see that I I might have bought an album on the off. But yeah, on a single. And then kind of like, mm, uh, yeah, it's one of those ones. I either would have bought as a single, or I might have sort of been tempted and then kind of regretted because I never actually like it. Turned out that's what <laughs> I. Liked. After that, we have Frozen by Madonna, uh, again, just for one week. How how Kawinky Dinkle with her just releasing 27 remixes oh, of, of, of it this, this very month? Yeah. Mm, not keen um, on the remixes. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of most remixes, or they're not, you know, it depends, but... Uh, um, there's there's one when I think of remixes like positive remixes. There's there's a I think it was I think it was Robin and Roiksop. It's certainly Robin, um, um, the girl and the robot about back in the about 2010, uh, which was a really good song that never did that well. Um, but there was a remix. There was like a, some sort of CD with like ten remixes, and I, and I loved every remix. And I was like, "This is a real exception to the rule that these these remixes have uh, managed to sort of." Oh. Do. Frozen was a was a good track, and and oddly, I think she premiered it on the the um, uh, what's it, the lottery show. It was kind of like in the UK. It was kind of like, oh, that's odd. And like Dale Winton saying, and he and he's Madonna, and um, and she was in full on goth mode with her with her, <laughs> yeah. with her black wig and her, her stuff. Oh, those are the yeah. days, Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, the, uh, this is the point where I started. I mean, obviously, I, I always liked Madonna and Madonna singles, but it, she was always a singles act for me. And then that was the first album that I bought. And then after that, that started a. Uh, a sort of thing with me of, of pretty much buying her albums all the way through the noughties into maybe into the early teens. Um, but I hadn't really bought her albums before that. Um, oh. um, yeah, that was a really good, good, um, Rare of Light. Was, that, was it Rare of Bright Light was the album name as well? I think so, yes. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, following Frozen, we have um, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion again. Oh, she's back again. She's back, but only for one week again. So, Oh, she yeah. she managed to cling onto that door frame in the in the ocean just for a little bit longer. Yeah, because she's had there's been two other songs in between. Um, um, but uh, weirdly, after her again, the next number one was number one for six weeks, which I, I think is certainly one of the biggest, if not the biggest. I can't see that. There's so many number ones this year. I can't even see to the end of the year from what I'm looking at. Um, it's Run DMC versus Jason Nevins. It's like that. Oh, I loved that song. Um, I wouldn't know what Jason Nevins looks like because no. I don't think he ever appeared in any of his videos. <laughs> but it was he. He kind of he kind of hippity hoppity did it up, didn't he? Mm. Um, I mean, I remember. I remember it to a point but um it was the video was kind of like two two opposing teams of of hip-hop dancers um having like a, a dance-off in a warehouse and one of them um is perhaps a slightly old gentleman and they pull his wig off um, and stamp on it um, <laughs> I, um i probably was about about 85 uh, when it came out and fancied myself as a, as a hip-hop artiste dancer <laughs> for about a week <laughs> uh, do bot robot dancing that's more my cup of tea oh no sorry I misread that I thought I don't know that song by All Saints it wasn't by All Saints it's, they're the one they're the name below so I'm <laughs> talk about somebody who's 85 um, so <laughs> the next number one is Boyzone All That I Need for uh, I don't uh, recall it I don't, really I, I, I don't know what it is but I just don't like Boyzone it, I think it's the name it's the worst Boyzone and Backstreet Boys, the worst names ever. Um, for, for and you can yeah, you can kind of understand there. They've got they had like sort of middle aged homosexual managers that probably thought they were really hip names. Um, but no, I, I can't. I, I, you know when you like you were saying, there's at least one song of of somebody's that you you <laughs> like. I can't. I can't bring myself to no. No, you don't have to actually just 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 think of that, but don't actually you don't have to do the research to find it. That, that's that's like that's not that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Um, yeah, no, apparently it was the third single from their third album, so um, so they they're doing well, and particularly now probably seventeen are waning, and take that already gone. So um, and it's before Westlife, which I mean they were awful as well they, um, were, they were just they were just becoming to maturation in the incubator yeah. the, in the boy band incubator they weren't quite ready yet quite <laughs> um, <laughs> but um we're back well back to happier territory although it is covers um we've got all saints for one week with under the bridge and lady marmalade um, oh yes the covers of those two songs and i think probably um under the bridge i think I mean, that, I don't think that was a a big hit over in the UK. So I think it was. Um, well, I certainly don't mem- remember it. Um, um, well, it's a cover of the um, Red Hot Chili Peppers song, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I I'm trying to find out how well the Red Hot Chili Peppers version did. did. Um, it was I a double. Know. It was a double A. It was a double sided single, wasn't it? Lady Marmalade and. Um, uh, under the bridge, yeah, um, I think um, All Saints version was probably the first version I, I mean, maybe I'd heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers version, but I think um, I think it well, theirs was so was certainly did a lot better. And um, 
this was before Moulin Rouge, of course. It was. Um, and was the, number uh, one the, again in a few, about three years' time. So. <laughs> and the famous... The, he was the rapper in Moulin Rouge. He was the rap artist that they had. Was it... Was it um, it was Pink, Lady Gaga. Um, no, not Lady Gaga. She wasn't in the No, movie. Pink, um, um, Christina Aguilera, yeah. um, another singer, and then I can't remember what the rapper was called. Little and Kim or something. Little Kim, yes. And then when they all had their freestyle bit, she just went, oh, 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 in the middle of it. I think I prefer, I mean, I like, I like the... Because when Tales of the City was on TV, and they had, and that was all set in the sort of seventies, I think that's the first time I, in the early nineties, that's really the first time I came aware of Lady Marmalade, and I had like a soundtrack album of that, and um, but I like the All Saints version, but I kind I of do, like, yeah, I do. It's not, it's not amazing. It's not like mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know. I don't think anything can top the original in this mm-hmm. instance. Dee Dee, what do you think? Dee Dee, what do you think of Lady Marmalade? <laughs> he goes. Tells you that's down. You better freestyling than that. Um, are you going to come and sit on me before I start reading anymore? Oh, right. Sit down. Sit down. No, sit down. Don't stand. No. Why are you rubbing against the microphone and mucking up the recording? So just sit down. Oh dear, oh dear. Um. So after um, after All Saints, we have Aqua again with another song, and that's that turn back time that you mentioned um, mm. just for one week. From a film, I think. I think it was from Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. I've never seen the film, um, um, but I'm aware yes. it was from I a have, film. I have issues with Sliding Doors because, well, I just remember seeing it, and there were some really tenuous things that happened in it that that just, you know, it's the sort of thing you'd expect on a soap and you wouldn't mind, but um, and I know the person who wrote it was, oh, although he was sort of no, no, I don't know them, but I know that the person writing it was a kind of a, fa- a famous person, but a first-time writer and I kind of thought oh. that maybe, maybe if maybe was, he an, was he an actor? Did he, he was bread, he from Bread? bread. Joey yeah. Boswell from Bread. Yeah, how random, thought, how yeah. random is that? Listeners? I kind of thought <laughs> they could have worked this a bit better and and I went into writing mode, you know, even if even if you're not a famous writer, but if you've written a lot like I have, you do, you're do watching things, you do kind of think, well, actually, I think I would have, you know, maybe, maybe it's arrogant, but I don't think it is arrogant because, you know, if you've written a lot, you've had to do these, make, make these decisions. And and I just thought, mm, there, this is, it's gone. I know it's a sort of fantastic film in in the, the plot, but the, they could have found a better way of, of doing some of the, I don't, is it the, the, is it like a science fictiony, different lives, different yeah, times? Yeah, like, and it's something like if you miss a train, which is fine, but it was some of the actual specific plots later on. It wasn't the actual concept, which is which was an interesting idea. It was just some of some of the bits, but because it annoyed me so much, I've never watched it again. Which is probably <laughs> unfair. I probably should have watched it watched it again, and and in case I miss something or I don't remember there being something very tenuous that, that um, was quite important the, the, the later part of the story but uh, but I know a lot of people enjoy it so a lot of people can watch dramas without put, <laughs> thinking what would I do if I was a writer <laughs> but unfortunately I can't um, and yeah I wouldn't even 
I was watching Sons and Daughters, I wouldn't even think twice because, because you ex- you expect soap opera plots in soap operas. You do, indeed, yeah. yes. And it's like, fine, that's fine. It's fine that somebody's dead. It's fine. It's fine that it was aliens that came down yeah, and, 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 yeah. Preferable, it's, it's fine. actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, then after Aqua, we have, um, Sorry, Ak, we talk more about the film that the song was in. I think that's pos- it's possible that your song was the best thing about that film. But uh, um, after Ak, we have All Saints with Under the Bridge again. Oh, um, they came just, back. Just for one week. A lot of people are coming back this year. Um, then after- it's interesting, just a question. Did we have, was it, did we have download? Was it the first time that downloads had happened? Or was it where we still physically... Yeah, we could have managed downloads in 98. It would have taken about a week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're a bit early for that. Um, yeah, I remember when I was in Las Vegas in, like, late 2000, seeing DVDs, and may have even have bought one, or there may have been the point where I started thinking, I think I'm going to start getting DVDs when I get home. I'm going to find a So, like, 2001... Uh, my friends and I were thinking about getting buying DVD players. I think 1998 is quite sort of a little bit still. too early. I think a lot of CD singles had the videos on them. Well, that's possible, yeah. Mm. But they were literally on on them, and you play, and that didn't necessarily that didn't mean you had to be on the the internet to play them and stuff. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I remember buying a few a few songs, particularly because they had. Because I'd seen the video on on TV, and and they were good videos. And, um, so after All Saints, we have it's only for one week. I'm surprised. Um, it's the Tamperer featuring Maya. Feel it. Um, now is that the one about the having a chimney on you? No, that that's a, that's a completely separate song. That's called the. the I think that was called something like Chip, "What You're Going to Look Like with a Chimney on a." Feel yeah. it was. I think it was. I'm sure it had a Madonna sample, or it was the sample of the Jacksons. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, it was that. It was Jacksons, wasn't it? Uh, that one. Yeah, I, I, um, I just, I remember, I was getting confused with the chimney song. <laughs> the chimney song. <laughs> I really don't understand. But, um, after after that, we have actually. It's, See, did they have other hits? Did they have in case no, they only had the one album? And the, the album. I think they the had album. that one, and then there was the chimney song, and then I think that was probably it mm. for the Tampera featuring. Was it Maya? Maya? Mm. That's weird because it, the the other singles number 10 if you buy this record your life will be better oh i remember that one yeah they all kind of sounded the same they were like just same backing track but with a different um sounded quite threatening though didn't they though it's good if you you buy this record this life will be better or a chimney will fall on you oh is that Uh, a chimney one no no. the the chimney one was a completely separate one I don't, I don't see that listed at all, so I don't know what that. Perhaps means. it was. If you buy this record, no, I don't know. Um, do, do. And then it had a horrible bit where it slowed it down and went, "Yeah, oh, bye." Yeah, what she oh, yeah, gonna look like with a chimney on her? That was that. Was that the title of it? Uh, um, apparently, if you buy this record, it has a sample from Material Girl. Oh right, yes, yeah, and um, yeah, Jackson's some feel it. And there's one called Hammer to the Heart, but it wasn't very big. 
but that had that was based on Gimme Gimme Gimme. So oh, interesting okay. that because um, you kind of hear that uh, that Madonna sort of had to really beg to get. So obviously not quite as hard as it. Uh, I as, think it all depended on if she'd written them or not, or co-written them, because I think some of um, kind of like her early stuff she might not have had writing credit for so that kind of changed whether or not they needed permission but i do know people used to have to like ask you know re- she had to listen to the song first and then say yeah or no um controlling it's strange i i don't see what, did we just imagine the trip the chimney song because it's not no it definitely i'm sure uh, it was called what's she gonna look like with a chip what yeah. she gonna look like with a chimney yeah. on her but but and I'm sure it was the tamper, um, but it's not listed. Maybe we'll just come across it when, when we get to it, and it will be made clear. Because Maya, I thought maybe it was just Maya by herself, but she doesn't seem to have a page about. You know, she doesn't seem to have a career by herself. They were one of these kinds of um, conglomerations. They were like like a the, like it says Italian dance music band. They were like. Um, uh, black box and people like them there was like a they had a, a front person and you didn't really see the the sort of um knob twiddlers that didn't sound right when i even when i thought it before mm-hmm. i said it um but yeah um but yeah i'm sure yeah, they definitely did it definitely was oh, here we go oh it says it says that i think it might be part of that of it might be part of feel it because i've typed in the chimney on her song and it brings up Feel It. So maybe... Oh, perhaps it was there. I think it's part of Feel It, but it, uh, how, how or why, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's very tiring, this deals. It's all these things you keep finding <laughs> out. It hurts the brain. It was, I, I have clarified it. It was. It was part... It was a line in Feel It. Um, yeah, which is... It was kind of like... It still makes no sense. Um, <laughs> I think it was like a... Like a like, um, a street slur from from America, kind of like you know, you know. I don't agree with this lady that you're going out with, and I wonder what would what she look like if she had a chimney land on her, um, yeah. which often happens. That's not very friendly. <laughs> um, our next number one is for two weeks is Bewitched with Sailor V. Um, oh, B Star Witched, of course. B Star Witched or Asterix. Uh, coincidentally, I have this very day. I have watched a film that featured a modern day film that featured um, that features Bewitched. Uh, mm. That song, it's um, uh, something something with um, Rebel Wilson in it, where she plays uh, a cheerleader who who had been in a coma for twenty years after after a very unfortunate <laughs> cheerleading flip, um, and comes back twenty years later, wakes up, um, and yeah, I quite liked it. I, it, it was a bit cheesy it was a little bit mm, yeah not like something like that it's that it's not my favorite poet single it's a little bit too, especially when they start doing the jigs um, yes <laughs> but, um, we 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 will get to my favorite uh which single uh later this year so i won't say anything well oh. um um were they were they were they like were they connected to Boyzone, or because yes, they have relatives? Because um, two of them, the, the twin sisters, Sinead and Kiwi, were our sisters with um, Shane from mm. Boyzone. I think were they the ones who did? I think they did. 
they did their own group. Yeah, um, so I think it was called Barbarella or something like that. Yeah, I think I, I think I quite liked. It actually was quite good. They mm-hmm. went, they went, they tried to be a bit strange, didn't they? They like wore different. They wore like sort of like seer type wigs, um, <laughs> and yeah, a bit more like something like um, uh, um, what's her name? Not not Elena's attic. What's it called? Um, Elaine's <laughs> attic. No, there's that, there's that, there's that group in the north. Um, Alicia's attic. Alicia's attic. Yeah, <laughs> they sort of were a bit more like Alicia's attic. I love, um, I love that the somewhere there's a band called Elaine's attic. <laughs> what's and what's in Elaine's attic? Oh, you know, just <laughs> things. <laughs> just, just old memories. Um, I, I wish we didn't have to discuss the next one, so we won't for very long, and we can probably get away with it because it's just a re-release. It's Badil Skinner and the Lightning Steeds with Three Lions '98, mm-hmm. for three weeks. Um, uh, we already talked about them in yeah, we, we, won't, we won't talk about how we feel again. how we feel um, betrayed by Lightning Steeds. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, next up we have um, next up we have. Um, because we want to for one week. Okay. Not uh, not my favourite. The, the, these kind of like pop acts tended to have quite a novelty first single, didn't they? Like Bewitched and Billy. Because I want to. Um, and she had better stuff as her yes. short career progressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've just been watching... Uh, does it, it feels almost improper that she's got... She went for... It feels like there should be more years in between... Um, but I've just watched um, all, all of Diary of a Cool Girl. Oh, which, okay. Which she made like less than ten years after. But she looked, she looked like a little girl in when she did like her first singles, and mm. and, and, and and yet she looks she doesn't look like a, she looks like somebody who's much older. But she she was, but only ten years older. Um, <laughs> shockingly she what didn't she start i think she got her record deal because she was she'd been used as the face of smash hits magazine mm-hmm. tv adverts mm-hmm. kind of like blowing bubbles and stuff and they thought oh i wonder if she can sing and and she could so they gave her a record deal and the rest is history i i, I know i noticed again i've gone off on my tangent here i noticed in the light the later seasons of 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 Diver cool girl I feel like she'd been watching a lot of Sex in the City because if if, if, if uh, in Sex in the City as Carrie or Jessica Sir Jessica Parker as 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 um, Carrie got more famous, like she go to parties or she'd be given, and she or she'd be given more shoes and she had a a way of of kind of over the top acting when she was really excited about being given some shoes or something, and, and I noticed that Billy's character on Diary of a Cool Girl was. She started doing so Jessica Parker acting, and like, <laughs> like because she got a book deal and was was having success. And, and I, I thought she's been watching Sex in the City. She's doing she's doing so Jessica Parker acting here. It's, it's, have you have you not seen her in her latest um, TV show, which is actually really good? It's called um, I hate, Every, uh, I hate um, um, Susie or maybe. something like that. Um, and it's really good because it's very. It's kind of like a person. wink to the to mm. her kind of past as a Doctor Who um, actress and a pop singer and all that kind of stuff, which is quite clever. You watch it and you kind of think, I bet a lot of this is based on reality, actually. I, I, did, I did see it, but I didn't get on with it so well. But I don't know if that's because, um, well, I might edit this bit out. There's that whole episode where she's just about her having a big old wank. 
<laughs> and I'm like, come on, padding. Yes, I do. Yes, she set, I set, a, bit. She I set a day aside. To, I was enjoying. I was enjoying. I was enjoying it, and then I kind of got. Oh, come on. We could have skipped this one. Um, so I'm coming to mind. I don't know if I watched the second season. But um, anyway, I'm not keep that being deals. We'll see about that. Uh, and obviously, when did they be Doctor Who girls? It's the last thing you want to be thinking about. It is, and, you know, having a big old wang. I, I genuinely, I, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I did watch it when she was in it. Um, and mm. I think this is, there's an episode where they go, they're in space and he plays, he presses is a button to play some music from that time period and i was so hoping that it was going to be a billy piper song it's like meta irony but it was a britney spears song it was um oops i did it again or something yeah. like that um they missed a trick with that they could have played they did um they did have a wedding in neighbors it was the first gay um the first gay wedding i think in australian tv a few years ago and uh, when they went up the aisle they were playing suddenly Oh, the music okay. that was in the background when when Kylie and Jason got well when Charles, Scott and Charlene got married. Um, oh, and also they did a they did a thing where they're having a karaoke night, and um, one of the songs that came up was um, uh, "Don't You Want to Make Me Feel Good," which Stephen Dennis had done. Oh, my and, guilty and, pleasure! And, and Paul Robinson got to say, "I thought that was pretty good." What do you think? I, you know, I don't know why everyone was frowning. Obviously, he, he wasn't saying it; he had sung it. But it was. It was I thought that's. I thought that's very, very cheeky. But maybe. it is. Yeah, it's 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 blurring reality. There was a there was a Doctor Who story from the original era when Sylvester McCoy was the Doctor, and it was set at the same time. It was set in November 1963 when the show actually started and it was supposed to happen at the same time as, and and it cut to this TV s- screen and, and the voiceover said, um, tonight a new TV science fiction series is starting called Doc... And then it cut to the next scene. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's funny when they do those things. Um, so, um, after, after Billy, we have... Um, I don't think I was ever a fan. I don't see what you think. Another level freak me. Um, no, I didn't like them. I think I liked one song of theirs. They, they, oh, the freak the me was a cover of a. I think it was a Jodeci oh. track. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where Dane Bowers came from. It, he did, yes. I think. I think the only. Well, again, they were very short-lived as well. They didn't last particularly very long. I think. I think the song that I liked from them was something called "Bomb Diggy" or something like that, which yeah. is. It's a dreadful name song. Yeah, they've done apparently. Yeah, they only lasted from '95 to 2000. Because by 2000, he was doing that cover. He was sorry. He was doing that song with Victoria. He um, was. Yes. Shut up and forget about it. Something like that. Shut up and forget about it. No, it wasn't. (laughs) What was it? It was that, wasn't it? It's the one that was up against Spiller and Yes. um, Sophia Spector. They they had oh bomb diggity was actually their last single all of their singles we had about 10 singles i'm just i can't count because i've got a count on me but all of their singles but one were in the top 10 and, and that bomb diggy you mentioned wasn't a flop so i guess oh, they felt okay. they fell out or something rather than rather than them sort of being unsuccessful or perhaps they weren't selling albums just singles or mm. have an album in 2002 so don't quite know oh that was a greatest hits album oh well um but um, I guess they came off the back of, of, of take, take That and Boyzone 
they were sort of. And they were supposed to be a cooler version. I think they were. So they, I think they were supposed to kind of be more like, like old, an American, same. yeah, oh. an American R and B type group. Um, yeah. Well, after that, we have um, again for one week. We've got Jamiroquai with Deeper Underground, um, which I'm a bit too minds about Jamiroquai, but I think that might be one I don't mind too much. Um, that was from that was from the. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Godzilla film, wasn't it? Oh, that, do, do, oh, that, that might be with the. So I think that had a sample from from something else, or it might be another one of his, which had a, a sort of a riff out of Led Zeppelin or something. Mm, I quite, I quite like that. <clears throat> yeah, because I'm a bit too minds sometimes about about his his stuff, but it's not quite my cup of tea. But uh, I, really, I think I really did like that one. Right, where have we got to? Um, after that, we have another Spice Girls number one for two weeks. We have got Viva Forever. Um, with a very strange video is that the one that's animated yes with the weird kind of um spice fairies Mm -hmm. yeah is that is this off is this yeah i think she'd done one by then and they were like oh we have to release it but we can't do a video Mm. let's let's get let's get some um some spice fairies. Let's get some spice fairies in. Is it like giant Kinder eggs or something like that? It was a, it was an odd video. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can sort of remember it. It's, it's one of not necessarily a fan of their ballads, but that is one of the ballads I I don't mind. I do like I do like Viva Forever. Yeah. Um, after that, we have um, another Boys Own number one for three weeks. Oh goodness! What were um, they thinking? What was the public thinking? Yeah. Um, no matter what. Uh, no matter what do, that was from um, Whistle Down the Wind yes an Andrew Lloyd Webber thing yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was also written by Jim well it was written by him and Jim Steinman who from um, who did lots of meatloafy type songs um, um, yeah not not a favourite deal no not a favourite you wouldn't like it I won't play it to you Ick um, might sing it to you um, we'll see. Ask him nicely. Shall we ask him nicely? Do you think he it? Um, no, you could see it. You probably see it better. Um, it's not really even Boyzone's fault. It's just I don't think I like the song in any form. I think I feel like I have seen that musical, and I don't like, just don't like that song. <laughs> it was just a bit whiny and a bit. Mm, yeah, I just. I mean, I'm sure they're lovely people. Um, but they just never, they never floated my boat. Yeah, um, um, what's his name? I've forgotten who, um, I've forgotten what the lead singer's called. Um, 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 um Ronan, Ronan, yeah, Ronan Keating. Keating. <laughs> he's been quite good on top of the pops. He's got, um, I guess he's done radio, hasn't he? Like radio presenting and stuff. He's, he had, well, I've seen him on the top of the pops documentaries talking about, he, he, he seems sort of quite likable. After that, we have, um, Manic Street Preachers was if you tolerate this your children will be next um, not a title that you <laughs> doesn't fit in very well with it although I do like I do like the Manic Street Preachers and I do quite like I think even my mum quite liked that one I was quite surprised they were they were kind of massively trendy weren't they I never really got into Manic Street Preachers um, well their previous album Everything Must Go it had a lot of top 10 hits on um, that was from sort of ninety six, ninety seven, and and I think yeah they they were they were at that stage where their singles anything released was 
was, um, but it had been quite a, a slow, I mean, they'd it, it had the odd hit, and they'd ha- they'd, they'd always had top 40 mostly, but this was the period where they were actually having number one hits. Mm. I think, in a way, they deserved it more than some of the people at <coughs> Oasis. Um, mm. <laughs> but there we go. Um, following that, we have another All Saints, and it's Booty Call for one week. <laughs> Oh, I loved a bit of booty call. <laughs> <laughs> it's Let's a booty call. Yeah. Tell that they're aiming for the stake because of oh it. yeah, definitely. I don't know anybody over here that called it a booty call, but um, a booty um, don't call. Don't really use the word booty for a start. No, never, uh, ever. <laughs> strange. Apart from the boot of your car. Yeah. yeah. So you're calling me uh, you someone you've kidnapped and stuck in a boot, <laughs> um, and then. We have his first number one. It feels like it shouldn't be, but it's from his second studio album. It's Millennium by Robbie Williams for one week. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's had big hits up to this point, but the thing we said last time, maybe that uh, Angels was was a top ten hit, but it wasn't like a number one, but it feels like it it should have been. Yeah. Was Millennium? Millennium? Well, oh yeah, obviously Millennium was a number one hit. Mm. That was yeah. I, I didn't. I don't mind it. I don't hate on it. It's um. So that's the one that had the James Bond. Yes. Sample from. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of his attempt at kind of courting James uh, Bond to kind of say, "Look, I can do this." I mean, considering some of the awful songs that have been James Bond themes in the last ten years. Mm. Um, I kind of wish they <laughs> they'd answered his call. But. We're looking at you, Billy Eyelash, <laughs> um, and, and um, the one before that I didn't like either. And, and was that Adele? Was Adele no, there, before? There was um, the gay guy. Um, oh, Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Um, Adele was before that, but even that Adele one was uh, trying to copy like mm, Shirley Bassey, Shirley Bassey type ones. Uh, wasn't impressed. Um, yeah, Robbie Williams, he had a number two with Freedom, number two with Old Before I Die, number eight with Lazy Days, number 14, South, South of the Border. The weird thing is, Angels was number four, so two of his previous singles, like Old Before I Die, for instance, which I can't mm. imagine many people remember, um, uh, was actually a bigger a bigger chart position than, than Angels, which is kind of... Oh, freak. right, okay. Uh, Oh, then let me entertain me. Sorry, let me entertain you was number three, which I think I'd probably prefer to Millennium. Mm. Um, and then No Regrets, number four, Strong Four, She's the One. Well, we can't talk about some of these because we got to talk about these years um, in future episodes. But yeah, so it was his first number one, but he'd done pretty well. And it's kind of surprising that some of his other ones haven't got to number one as well. Um, so after Robbie Williams, we have. Mel B featuring Missy Elliott, I Want You Back. Um, <laughs> oh, she tried, didn't she, Mel B? <laughs> she tried her best. I heard a rumour that actually, so I remember it coming out at the time and they were all like bigging it up and saying, because they hadn't split up at that point. They were mm. still together, but they were like doing like solo stuff. And um, Mel B was kind of like bigging up and saying, oh yeah, Missy, Missy phoned me personally and said, I want you on this track. But then I'd heard that that she'd approached Chasnay Lewis from All Saints first because she thought they were cooler. Um, now whether that's just like pop 
history gossip. I don't know, but I do quite like the fact that Missy Elliott perhaps had like a like a Rolodex of pop stars and went through them all, and they all went, "Oh, so I was busy, Missy," and then she was like, "Oh, but better ring Mel then, just to see." Oh, that's <laughs> and, and she answered on the first ring. Yes, I'll do it. She um she she turns up in the last episode of Diary of a Cool Girl um just in a party scene and she gets she's allowed to say like one line um Missy Elliott uh, or Mel B sorry Mel B oh yeah. um it, it, it's sort of oh what she did I must have I think one of the reasons I rewatched it was that I felt like I hadn't seen maybe the last season or some of it and, and I certainly didn't remember seeing Mel B in the last episode um, I like that song I, <clears> I I liked it it was good it was it was it was <laughs> launched into Kath and Kate. it was different it was nice it was unusual um and it, yeah it was it was it was quite it was a good song flicker 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 believe that was one of the um, yeah, it's not an original song it's not a cover of, of a, no no I, I kind of i would remember if i heard it but uh, um the next number one is another bewitch single and this is probably my favorite bewitch single um it's roller coaster oh uh, controversial yeah. and there's no irish dancing in it there isn't no and, um it's uh, it follows, um, uh, I think we probably discussed in previous episodes that um, I like Sleeper and in, in an album that they did, which did around the time when they were stopping having sort of hits, um, they did a, a, an album track called Roller Coaster, which I also still like. So for a while, I, I, I was, um, I had quite a recent playlist which had Bewitched Roller Coaster and Sleeper. Oh, and didn't the, didn't the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a song called Roller Coaster? Roller Coaster. That was yeah. that. Yeah. And um, didn't um, didn't either Boyzone or or um, or um, whatnot? I've forgotten his name again. Ronan. Uh, Ronan. Ronan did hear a song called Life Is a Roller Coaster? Yes, he did. And so Roller- did didn't. Um, this is a very random conversation. Didn't Simply Red have a song about a roller coaster? No, they were on a roller coaster in the video. Yeah, uh, forget. Yeah, forget that. Yeah. Got confused. Uh, well, moving on, we have Billy with girlfriend for one week. Mm. I, don't, I, I don't remember as well as that was. Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, that one. That one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit irritating too. It was um, yes. Um, then we have Space Dust Gym and Tonic. Oh, um, no Gym, G-Y-M. Um, that was for one week. I think they're just, a, well, they had two singles. They had another single called Let's Get Down uh, with an exclamation mark. Um, the following year, they got to number 20. But um, No recollection of that at all. Apparently, it was a cover of Bob Sinclair's single Gym Tonic. And that song had been offered to Jane Fonda, but I can't imagine it was offered to Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, the actress. Yeah, I can't imagine it had been offered to her like in the late nineties. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> I guess depending on when she was, do- I would have thought more in the on the eighties when she was doing uh, her um, keep fit videos and things. But uh, um, we've got three more, three more number one singles in the UK. Uh, we've got, I'm sure, surprises doesn't come. Oh no, it's, it was a number one for quite a long time um we've got share with believe for seven weeks so that is the biggest that is the longest running number one and possibly one of the biggest selling as well um, oh bless her and she was, I think she was 52 when that that um was a hit which is mm. nowadays would not happen no. um at all um, um and 
not her last top 40 um, I think she had quite that? a few from that album. She was strong mm. enough. I think that was a big, a big hit from from that album, and um, a couple of others. I think she had. Yeah, just, I mean, it's sort of one of those songs that sort of kickstarts your, um, uh, you know, because she'd had that run of hits in the 80s, late eighties, well, mid to late eighties and into the nineties, and mm. um, and then they sort of kicked it on again. And it, it kicked off that whole vocoder thing, didn't it? Um, the st- that was on every single record for for a good year afterwards because mm. of Cher. Um. <laughs> Actually, it's probably unfair. Um, I kind of felt that perhaps she'd sort of, that, you know, she'd had that run of hits in the eighties and early nineties, and and I, and that there'd been a bit of a gap in this. Actually, that's a bit unfair because. Um, she'd had Love Can Be Able to Bridge with other people, mm. um, like in 95, and then she'd had One by One in 96. So this was just the next album on, really. It's, she hadn't really Yeah, she hadn't disappeared. It wasn't, I just, yeah. I kind of felt in retrospect that she had, but she hadn't. So apologies, Cher, you were just continuing. You've always um, been there for us, Cher. Because <laughs> you're, you're right, Strong Enough, although that's in, in 99, um, was number five, although that wasn't the hit in the US that believe, believe was number one pretty much everywhere. Um, but strong enough was only number 57 in America. Oh. Um, all or Nothing. Um, yes, I remember that. All Yes, yeah, it was very dance, that album, wasn't it? It was very pop dance, um, Cher, which I don't think she's ever really shook off since. She's kind of kept it. She's Although I, don't, I believe she doesn't like it. She doesn't like any of her stuff. Mm. <laughs> um, her last... Her last big hit in the UK was The Music's No Good Without You from number eight in 2001. Oh, yeah, from another, from another, yeah, I think that was from... It was from an album called Closer to the Truth. Yes, and again, it followed the very much the same pattern as Believe, I think, very mm. dancey um, pop. So, where were we? So, the, uh, the penultimate number one of 1998 is another Bewitch single, and it's to you, I belong. Was that the sort of ballady, more, more sort of? Yes, and I think they did it with um, to you. Uh, I'm sure they did it with kind of like a South African choir. I'm sure it was it was Bewitch featuring something, something, something. It had like a like that that sort of like African choir in it. Mm-hmm. Unless it was on a particular a particular TV performance where it was it doesn't credit anything else, but it's possible that it was it, it was or in the video or or they just didn't get credited whoever, whoever it was. Mm. Um, the last number one of nineteen ninety eight in the UK is the Spice Girls with Goodbye. Um, oh, the poignant one, all about Jezza. <laughs> um, is that the yeah, look for the look for the rainbow in every cloud or something like that. And they were all pregnant, I think. All two of them were pregnant in the video. Um, it was the group's first song without Jerry. Yeah, Actually, she wasn't. She wasn't in it at all. She wasn't in it at all. I did. I have a very. I have quite an amusing story about this song. A, a couple of not that many years ago. A couple of years ago, I went to see a Spice Girls tribute um, show, um, and when <laughs> when they played Goodbye, the 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 uh, the girl that was playing Jerry in the, up until then, mm. um, there was a set of steps that she walked up. 
yeah. <laughs> and then the light just went out. Um, <laughs> now there was nowhere for it to go. Oh. <laughs> she just stood there <laughs> until the song finished, and all the lights went out, and then she came off and walked off. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I think they were kind of like going goodbye, Jerry. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> Reminds me of um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Penelope Keith on on. Um, Walking wise, where she's coming down a staircase, she's all dressed up and she's coming down the staircase, but then she gets halfway down and they haven't built the rest of the staircase. <laughs> and then Eric and Ellie have to have kind of help her down, and she's sort of got her legs flailing everywhere. And, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I'm just going to dip into see a few other singles that were that were big. Um, Lighthouse Family, who I was never a big fan of, but they did have some big hits that year. High, they um, did. They were very, they were pleasant, weren't they? They weren't offensive. They were just, you know, do doodly do. They just kind of were just there. Probably a bit young to appreciate that sort of. Well, I think I'm still too young to appreciate that sort of. Thing. But yeah, um, there, there are a lot of. A lot of I, I was, I was thinking of this earlier. Um, Catatonia, Mulder and Scully, number three. Oh, okay. That, that, they were they were sort of doing pretty well. Um, now, Ste- Steps were here in in that year. They had some big singles, um, mm. but not. But oh, well, yeah, they did. They 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 had the number one with Heartbeat and Tragedy, that double A sided single. In ninety eight. Mm. Why, why, why didn't we? Uh, I don't know. It's been swallowed up by time. <laughs> Uh, according to my thing, oh, well, I think I think you are technically right, but also I'm technically right because <laughs> it's one of those things where they were number one. They were they probably released a single in December, um, but the they were actually number one on the 9th of January 1999. Oh, it was a it was a a, 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 a thing over. It wasn't a it wasn't an immediate um, immediate hit. Um, that's sort of that's not even early steps that's sort of middle it is yes yeah Um, because I kind of thought steps came before like Bewitched and people like that I didn't they didn't have they had top ten hits and not number one so much oh okay there was there was um, there was Savage Garden they they were they were around yes truly madly deeply number four um, and uh, Will Meller wasn't he from um, oh, he was from Hollyoaks. Hollyoaks, number five. When I need you. Is that just oh, a cover of the Radio um, Say as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Radiohead, no surprises. That's the one that they always used to come up in the Royal Family, I think. Right. Um, that she used to sing, or somebody used to sing to the baby. Um, Chamba Wamba, Amnesia, number. I didn't realise they had more than one. I, I mean, yeah, d- d- I don't know they've been around a long all. time, uh, but I don't remember them having more than one top ten hit. But uh, um, what else have we got? Yeah, oh, there was the awful horny song by Moose T oh, versus Hot and Juicy. Yeah, and yeah. then I think didn't didn't Tom Cru- Tom Cruise? No, he didn't cover it. Tom, although that would have been quite Tom hmm. Jones. Didn't he? Didn't he? No, he did Sex Bomb. I'm yeah. very confused over these. these um... <laughs> We're talking about um, Tom Jones. We've got The Ballad of Tom Jones by Space with Keris Matthews. Oh, I liked um, that one. Tom Jones, Tom Jones. Um, very quirky. Um, thing about, um, was Keris, people who don't know, Keris Matthews, 
guest here. I was just telling people, I'm explaining. I know you think people <laughs> might be confused. Come on. I'll tell them about Keris Matthews in a minute. <laughs> Keris Matthews was the lead singer from Catatonia. Yes? Yes. All yes, right. Indeed. Um, and um, I had their first album, Way Beyond Blue, in about 96, which had um, had a song called Lost Cat, and it had a song called You've Got a Lot to Answer For, and it was a, a growing hit, but their, their big hits were from this album. Um, but I kind of feel like they they peaked with that first album, and then that mm. came with with later albums that weren't quite as good. And also, I think possibly um, her voice. I, don't, I think I think I presume that she smoked, and I feel like her voice wasn't as nice in the later album. It wasn't quite as it was more husky or rough. Yes, in the later I stuff. think she's gone on to kind of do like jazz stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in her in the, in her later career, but I do I you know it was I liked Road of Age. I think it was probably because it, they sang in a in a Welsh accent. She sang in a Welsh accent, which was um, a novelty. Um, uh, and um, this is also the year that Robin, as in Robin, who was big in the the noughties, um and beyond. Um, but she did have a single. She had Show Me Love. Um, I love that song. She got to number eight. And then yes. she vanished for like 10 years. She, I think she she was kind of tipped to be an, a kind of a Britney Spears type pop star. And a lot of her early stuff was produced by Max Martin. So there was Show Me Love and um, there was one that went, no, that was I'm starting to sing Girlfriend Now by Billy Piper. That's so old. But but um oh uh we have we've got some of the later singles of um Natalie and Bruglia, a big mistake. So that was number two. Okay. Right. There's I, I see here I've got Together Again by Janet Jackson, that was a number four hit. Um, um, um which is also um te- this is when Texas did that um Say What You Want with the Wu Tang clan, which was more sort of um it's, I'm surprised how close that is to the original. It wasn't that only the year before or so that, that they'd sort of done that song. And um, I, I can't remember whether this was like a quick, you know, having had those success, they decided to read the greatest hits. And this was a sort of um, a way of uh, reviving or re, um, re, uh, revisiting a, a recent hit, but in a different style. Um, mm-hmm. Will you sit? Will you sit down? Either sit down or don't sit down. Thank you. Oh, sorry, children. Um, got M people uh, with Angel Street, which I, I don't really remember. Angel that. Street. Uh, yeah. The reason I've tried to hide it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what else have we got? We've got Kula Shaker. Some candy that was almost like Heather Small was was in the room. We've got Kula Shaker, Sound of Drums, number three. Uh, Road Rage that you mentioned, number five. Um, Last Thing on My Mind by Steps, number six. Uh, Perfect perfect Ten by Beautiful South. That was was a number two hit. Mm. That that was a... Um, Fair of Light, number two by Madonna. Push It by Garbage, number nine. Um... But Dreams by the Cause, that was uh, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Um, that it was, Mac, yes. Uh, yeah. And we have to refer to them as a beautiful cause. Um, <laughs> that's 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 there in their contract. 
but not Jim. That's from Ian Herring, isn't it? <laughs> um, oh, yes, Horn in 98, number two. Oh, does that mean it had been a hit? Oh, uh, had it been a bit before? <coughs> or maybe it hadn't been a hit first time. Um, oh, Embrace, Come Back to What You Know, number six. They were sort of like Oasis wannabes. Um, probably unfair on them. Vindaloo by Fat Les, number two. Mm-hmm. It was obviously another f- f- this was football. A football year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost in Space by Lighthouse Family, number six. Uh, Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys, number five. Um, what else have we got? I think I'm Paranoid by Garbage, number nine. This was the sort of time of their, their second album. I think I saw them saw them live around this time. Well, I saw them live during the first album and second album. Oh, Life is a Flower by Ace of Bass, number five. I like that song. That was yeah. perky. Yeah. Um, uh, Music Sounds Better With You by Stardust, number two. Oh, Cleopatra, I Want You Back, number four. Um, Beautiful Cause, What Can I Do, <laughs> by number three. Uh, My Weakness Is None Of Your Business, again, Embrace, number nine. Um, oh, Jennifer, oh, Jennifer Page, Crush, um, number four. One hit wonder, wasn't it? That yeah, that's pretty good. I quite like Crush. I remember Jarvis Cocker say, saying how much he liked Crush, and, and I think it was I, was I was at that time where I'd been listening to Britpop, and then things like Britney Spears were coming up, and some of the more popular stuff, um, that I was actually really liking. And, and I was going, Oh, I you know, am I going to have to tell my friends who that mm. where I like the more you know. I like both, and um, and then I think it was people like Jarvis Cocker saying they like pop, poppy stuff, and and Travis doing cover versions of, of like Baby One More Time and stuff. Oh, that paved it the way. It helped to be able to say, yeah, you know, it's just a good song. Um, um, oh, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith, number four. Um, My favorite mistake by Cheryl Crow, number nine. I this I think that's the song that that that's. And I, I I do like a bit of Cheryl Crow, that sort of like that like that one, and some of mm. uh, some of her more less perky ones. Um, oh, smoke by Natalie Burglia, number five. Even um, Cliff Richard had a top ten hit. Can't keep this feeling in. Mm. We wish he would, but <laughs> I don't, no recollection of that whatsoever. No, and this must be around the time that. Um, Culture Club reformed. This is when the, the ha- I just want to be loved uh, number four. Oh, I liked that. I remember that. Yes. Um, and um, oh, thank you by Alanis Morissette number five. That's 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 that funny one where she's like, "Thank you, everybody." Yeah, <laughs> naked. And but uh, see, uh, quite often, some of these songs have have a French and Saunders skit yeah, that go along yeah. with it, and that has a, a hilarious French and Saunders skit mm-hmm. that goes along with it. And every and I can't think of it without that. That um, mm-hmm. I think it features Jennifer Saunders with various coloured merkins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny enough all the sort of ridiculous things that she's thinking about. <laughs> um, always very easy to kind of invent your own version <laughs> right we ought to look at the albums because we've got to, still got to nip over to America uh, there aren't as many number ones in America and they're not they're, they're not necessarily they're not as varied as, as um... so 1998 albums in the UK we've got we don't have to stop and talk about these for ages but we've got The Verve Urban Hymns six weeks then we've got 
James Horner, and that's Titanic music from the motion picture, and that's under classical, so that probably does not include um, 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 Fellini. Fellini. Uh, but that was for one week. Then we've got The Verve again for one week. Then we've got James Horner again for two weeks. Then we've got Madonna Ray of Light for two weeks. Celine Dion, Let's Talk About Love, number one. So for one week. And then we've got The Best of James by James, number one. They, they were sort of having... They, they feel like they had had a bit of a... You know, they'd gone away for... A few, mm. And they, they started having hits again for a bit. I quite like some of the later 90s games. Probably more than the... Well, I don't know. I, I quite like James. Um, then we have, um, for one week, uh, This is Hardcore by Pulp. I'm a big Pulp fan. This was the album that followed their really big album. Um, I think this was at the point where they discovered that fame was a bit... wasn't quite as... Is is easy to deal with, <laughs> or they were beginning mm. to get the party was coming to the end, an end. But uh, uh, they still had some quite a few hits off that album. Um, then we have Robbie Williams' Life Through a Lens for two weeks. That was his first album, but I think he was releasing albums almost every like one a year. But then a lot of those Britpop bands did that in the early nineties. Yeah, I kind of recall that he was kind of until Angels. He was kind of on the verge of being dumped by his record company because I don't think it was as massive as they were expecting it to be. Mm. Mm. Um, then we've got Massive Attack, Mezzanine for two weeks, uh, Catatonia International Velvet for one week, Garbage version 2.0 um, for one week, Simply Red Blue uh, for one week. Um, I think oh, that was a covers album. Um doesn't say that it is, but I did notice that he'd released a couple of singles this year that were covers, so maybe. maybe. Um, then Boyzone, Where We Belong, for one week. Simply Read Again. Embrace, The Good Will Out, for one week. The Beautiful Cause, Talk on Corners, for one <laughs> week. Uh, five, but the album is called Five but with Five. Oh yes, I liked a bit of five. Is that really five? Uh, it's really five eyes then. <laughs> Is it five with the letter with the number yeah. five? It's yes. number five, but then it's got eyes as well, so it's actually yes. five eyes. Five. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got the beautiful chords again. Talk on corners. Then we've got Beastie Boys. Hello, nasty. For one week. Then we've got Jane McDonald. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, with with her self titled album. For three weeks, uh, I did not realise she was. I, I well, no, I know she's. She was. A, she was. I did, but I didn't realise she was in the public eye then. I thought being the start of it, or um, must have been around the time. I don't know quite when that TV series. The 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 cruise was it, wasn't it? That she was on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it does say that it was sort of that year. So it's probably all all around that time. Um, then we have Talk on Corners by the Cause again for three weeks. It must be the biggest, one of the biggest selling albums. Mm. Then we have Where We Belong by Boyzone again. Then we have The Cause again for another one week. And then we have Manic Street Preachers, This Is the, this is My Truth, Tell Me Yours, three weeks. Then we have Phil Collins' Hits for one week. Beautiful South, The Beautiful South Quench for two weeks. Was this the first album they did after carrying up the charts? Um, I'm not sure. Because that was sort of... Because I wondered whether this this um, 
because that was such a big that was such a big album. Mm. It was with it was with Jackie Abbott, wasn't it? That the the female singer. Mm. Um, yeah, I sort of sort of followed them at the start, and then their album 0898 in '92 was uh, like it's one of those. It's the only album I've ever heard of theirs where I liked every single track, and 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 it's, so although I. I now I like other songs they've done. That's sort of oh yeah, carrying up the charts was ninety four. So this oh no, they had the blue is the colour in ninety six. So no, this was like the second. Yes, you like the beautiful South, do you? <laughs> right. Which one's your favourite? Well, she's your favourite. Which one? No, you can't try now. Old Red Eyes is back, isn't it? Cause it's oh, after what it's up. Yes, <laughs> it is because that's what you look like when you come back from the pub. No. I'm sorry, I'm being rude. Um, then we have I've Been Expecting You by Robbie Williams. So he's already on to his second album um, for one week. Then The Best of You 2, 1980 to 1990 for one week. And then a release for the Christmas market, I imagine, George Michael's Lady and Gentleman, The Best of George Michael. Oh, okay. Um, for eight weeks. Uh, so that's the UK. So going to nip over to the states um so we don't have to talk about these for ages because some of them would have talked about but we start 98 in the u.s with something about the way you look tonight candle in the wind by elton john oh, okay um, for two weeks i think we'd kind of we'd forgotten about that by by um by that point we'd sort of we were we were into perfect day and, and other things by but it was a num- it was a number one for a long time, but it didn't it didn't it didn't last into '98 like it did in the states. Then we have "Truly Madly Deeply" by Savage Garden for, oh, okay. for two weeks, which I didn't realise they 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 made it in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have "Together Again" by Janet. Is she just calling herself Janet at this stage? Not Janet. Yes, I think she I think she dropped that quite a long time mm-hmm. prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we've got Nice and Slow by Usher. I, was that the one that did well in the UK? I can't. Um, oh, no, I got to number 24 in the UK. Mm-hmm. Then what about that Janet Jackson song? Um, I, I have, there was recently, because the Janet Jackson documentary <clears throat> came out, she was talking about the making of the video for, for Together Again. And um, she was saying that she borrowed <laughs> one of Michael Jackson's giraffes, because the video has a lot of um, what animals in it. It was uh-huh. kind of like, sort of like African theme. And she said it ran off. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was absolutely petrified because she thought, I'm going to have to ring him and say, Michael, I've lost one of your giraffes. Um, <laughs> um, fortunately, they found it. <laughs> I don't know how you would lose a giraffe, though. They don't tend to, they don't tend to run that far when you. Yeah, perhaps it just put a scarf on and disguised itself and was just there, and they hadn't realised. Hiding from the press, hiding in plain sight. Apparently, together again was number four in the UK. Then we have "My Heart Will Go On" um, by Celine Dion for two weeks. Uh, then "Getting Jiggy with It" um, by Will Smith for three oh, weeks. Oh, okay. Um, that. Got to number three in the UK. Uh, Getting jiggy with it. No, 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 no. Then we have All My Life by Kay and Jojo. Kay and Jojo, Casey, you granddad. 
<laughs> don't know, Dios. <laughs> From uh, 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That really famous double act. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to get to number eight in the UK. So I might find I do know it. Then we have for four weeks, too close by next. I, I don't know. I think they probably, I think they might have been a boy, like an, an R&B yeah, boy band yeah, type. Yeah. The only next I know, sells, sells clothes, James. Oh, I know. <laughs> downhill, though, over the years. What's oh, number 24 in the UK? Um, then My All by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that one. Um, it got to number four. Oh, it was a hit over here. Um, then too close for another week. Then, yeah. oh, now this was a big one. For one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen weeks, we have The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. Oh, okay. We, we, it was a hit in the UK. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realise it, it was such a massive <clears throat> hit in... Um, in the States. Yeah, it was number two in the UK. Um, yeah, I mean, that was really that's really big compared to anything. Although Too Close, I don't know, Too Close is marked as is the best performing single, even though it wasn't as long as number one as anywhere near as long as The Boy's Mine. Um, so that now we're already into September. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by uh, Aerosmith. Got to, um, that was that was from a th- film, wasn't it? That was from, yeah. is it Armageddon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Armageddon. Um, that was number one for four weeks. It did pretty well in the UK, but I think we said number four or something. Um, then One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies did have a a hit, but I don't think it wasn't that one, was it? Uh, well, I, got I think number, it was, wasn't it? In the, it was, it was. One Week and I looked at you, that kind. Yeah, it was. That's number five in the UK. I remember they'd had a at least one hit in the UK. Um, then we have three. Oh, they, did they fall out? We've got um, <laughs> the first night with by Just Monica um, for three weeks. So. Oh, okay. Well, they were both they were both separate artists, mm-hmm. the Monica and um, Brandy. Brandy. Um, um, then we have oh, then we oh, I think, I think I've gone off. I've gone off deals have gone all funny um <laughs> um i don't want to miss i don't want to miss the thing about aerosmith was first and then and then for two weeks it was the first night by monica then it was one week by bare naked ladies and then it was the first night for three weeks by monica so i've got to match it up because of the of the two periods where monica was 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 number one yeah. and that's that's not monica from friends that's no. monica the, the the solo singing artist <laughs> who likes who, who brandy also <laughs> um, then for two weeks we have do what that thing by oh lauren hill, hill. Yeah. the good song um then we have lately by divine but presumably not the divine from the <laughs> not the drag queen I don't know she yeah she would be um, long dead by then yeah she it was an American R and B girl group oh okay um, but uh, yeah lately is the song um, uh, wonder if it was a cover of Lisa Scott no it would be too <laughs> too 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 early for that 
And the last number one of of nineteen ninety eight in the US is I'm Your Angel by R. Kelly and Celine Dion. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's a strange pairing. Strange pairing. Four weeks. Um, and uh let's see whether we even knew about that over here. Um got to, got to number three. Really? Yeah, apparently. Um, I think it is if, if if you're not into that person yeah. or that act, th- some of it just passes you by, doesn't it? Even though it was a big hit, I have no recollection of it at all. Now, very quickly, the big albums in the US were Sevens by Garth Brooks, uh, Let's Talk About Love by Celine Dion, um, Titanic, um, the James Horner soundtrack. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest. That was from January to May. That was number one, sort of late January to early May. Not going to count it. They don't tell you. They, you have to sit there counting it. One, two, three, four. Um, then before these crowded streets by the Dave Matthews Band, who's one of those people I've always heard people in America talk about, but I don't think they were ever that big over here, although they may have sold albums. Sometimes bands who don't do, who aren't that well known, who aren't that well known over here do still sell they don't have big singles then the limited series by garth brooks it's dark and hell is hot by dmx um oh, that's a, i thought that might be a, a a group but it's actually the stage name of one person oh um, okay city of angels soundtrack for um it's from the film mp mp to last don by master p <laughs> so hip so down yeah. with the <laughs> he's a rapper uh then city of angels soundtrack again for a couple more weeks armageddon the album soundtrack. didn't city of angels have a big single it was i'm sure it was in the arms of in the arms of the angels by um oh i can't remember her name that was like the big single from that because i think city of angels was with meg ryan and yeah somebody John Travolta, I'm getting no, that's just a name I've just he's, plucked out of the air. See a man in the poster sitting but he's sitting behind Meg Ryan and and he's got his head sort of turned down. So um does have people like Bono or no, he has people like you two, Paula Cole, Alanis Morissette. Paula um, Cole, I think that was it in the arms of the angels. Um in the arms of the angels. A very cheerful song. <laughs> um so let's go. I don't think I'm going to go. I'm not going to download that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not tempted to. Ask. Are you? You can get it anyway. Sorry, just having a conversation. Uh, <laughs> um, then we have Armageddon, the album soundtrack. Then we have Hello Nasty by Beastie Boys. The game is to be sold, not to be told by Snoop Dogg. Um, Follow the leader by Corn. I think they had a number of corn. Didn't they have the? Didn't they have that rolling, rolling, rolling song? I don't know. I Did they have masks on corn? Is it K O R N? And somebody had, or was that Slipknot had masks? The Miseducation of Lauren Hill by Lauren Hill for a few weeks. Mechanical Animals by Marilyn Manson. I think that's the album I bought of of Marilyn Manson. It's because he looks all scary on the cover. <laughs> we always look scary, really. Um, and he's one of those people where I liked a couple of singles, but should probably never have bought an album. Yeah, uh, quite liked because he was a bit like a 
the shoutier sort of T-Rex, sort of T-Rex for the late 90s. Um, I mean, that's basically what it was. You know, for all the controversial, it was basically that sort of, it was quite basic sort of poppy metal. Um, uh, then we have Volume 2, Hard Not Life by Jay-Z. Supposed former infatuation junkie by Alanis Morissette, which um, was the album that followed the really big one. And again, mm. I probably should never have bought that album because I never played it half as much as I played that that big one. I mean, it only really had that thank you on it, which was a bit questionable anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, trouble is, if, you, if, if somebody does an album and you love it, it's a bit like Tori Amos. I like I liked one of her albums, and then I bought the next one. I never, and it was I never played it half as much as I played the one that was really big. And no tunes. Then the last, the last um, big album in in the states was Double Live by Garth Brooks. Well, they loved a bit of Garth Brooks in America, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there we go. Um, so I just before we finish. Well, I've got two things to say before we finish. Um, the first thing is, so when we talk about 1999, um, the big, the names that you'll you'll hear mentioned are in the particularly in the UK are uh, Chef, Steps, Fatboy Slim, 911, The Offspring, Armin Van Helden, Blondie, Lenny Kravitz, Britney Spears, uh, Boyzone, Bewitched, Mr. Oizo. Martin McCutcheon, Westlife, Backstreet Boys, Boyzone, Shanks and Bigfoot, Baz Luhrmann, S Club 7, Venger Boys, ATB, Ricky Martin, Ronan Keating, Westlife. Gosh, this is a long list. This must be another it year. Is. I wanted I want to do the I want to do the the pat the um Adina from from our pub. Names, 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 sweetie, names. <laughs> <laughs> um we've got uh Jerry Halliwell, Lou Bega, Venga Boys, Eiffel 65, Christine Aguilera, uh, yes, Robbie Robbie Williams, Ramju Project. Oh, that's that King of My Castle. That's, it is the King of My Castle. That's the one I, I kind of feel like that in the chimney on my head one. Yes, very kind of much ca- yeah, kind of similar setups, I think. But listeners, if you're thinking that um, you're looking forward to this um, episode about 1999, there's something I need to tell you, something I need to break to you. It, it's actually been recorded and has been available for about three years. <laughs> yes, that's true. Now, don't ask me why, but about the second time that Lee and I um, spoke, for the show, I said, let's talk about music. And I randomly picked 1999. I don't know why, but I did. So we've now sort of, because um, of course I used to do the music with Nick and that's we stopped that in 94 and Lee and I have done 95 now to 98 and 99 is already out. And then, so next time that, that we speak, we'll be talking about 2000, but if you want to listen to the 1999 episode, it is episode 234, and it was called Big Tunes and Boy Bands, the Hits of 1999, and it came out in February 2019. So it's already available. But um, It's but, like a um, weird time continuum paradox of itself. Because I've been hammy. I started in the mid '80s, went to the end of the '80s, then went back to the start of the '80s, <laughs> then went backwards down the '70s <laughs> to about 1975, and then also was starting to go forward 
in in the 90s and then went back to the 60s then <laughs> once they get got to 74 went back to the 50s and in every decade Cher was there yeah. just watching <laughs> so anyway I, what, what, what do you think about starting a new decade I think I was thinking about this I was, I was thinking that we should definitely go up definitely until Top of the Pops finishes in 2006 but I'd even be prepared to go maybe into the very early teens <gasps> such modern days such modern <laughs> times um <laughs> I'm not sure how far before I lose interest, um, <laughs> not in music, but in, in chart music. Once the streaming gets hold and, and that's it, isn't it? When you, it, we become dinosaurs, then we're then we're preserved in amber when the streaming happens. <laughs> uh, it's just that, you know, I like a bit of variety. I like, you know, some of the, the I like there to be like the shares alongside the Christina. Aguilar. Yeah. I like a physical copy. I like mm. to have something in my hand. You can't hold a stream. Where is it? Where's it gone? It's just floating around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Um, well, Lee, before we go, um, how, how, how's life in podcast land? Uh, tell, tell us about what you've been doing, what your shows are at the moment. I, don't, I think I've probably, uh, there's probably only two that I'm not on at the moment. <laughs> so um, my main one is Chewing the Cud, which is, um, you can find on YouTube and um, type it into to the streaming services. <laughs> and our episodes are there. That's a very lighthearted LGBT um, sort of magazine TV show. Um, I also do something called Pop Gays of a Certain Age. So this is quite a new thing where um, a group of, 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 of gentlemen of the homosexual um, persuasion of a certain age discuss um, certain topics. And we've recently done our Eurovision one, um, mm. and we have just recently done an ABBA one, and that was very controversial. Oh. Mm. So yes, pop, type, pop Gays of a Certain Age into a thing on, on, on the talking book. Little creature creeps along with no people don't use mouses anymore, do they? They use oh, yeah. they use the, the, the thing, the, the thing in front of them. Um I've got, yeah, I've got, I've not got a mouse. Well we call Dealey Mouse, so I've got I've got a mouse, but it's not I don't use him to I don't use him <laughs> to, to, to manoeuvre the internet. No, no. Oh, dear. Well, thank you, Lee. Um when we come back, as I say, yeah, and thank you, Dealey. Yes, thank you for your help too. And uh, yeah, so next time um, you hear from Lee and I, we'll be talking about 2000. And uh, let's just hope there's not too many boy bands. I'm sure there will be. But, uh, after the end theme music, we will, of course, um, have Ick singing us some of the hits of 1998. So uh, do stick around for that. I'm sure he'll pick some marvellous, um, some marvellous tunes. Okay, goodbye for now. And uh, thanks again, mate. Bye-bye. Goodbye. How do we think that Ike is going to do 
with the songs of 1998. Um, I don't know, I'm more confident, I guess, in a way. I mean, certainly I think he should do better than he he did with a lot of the 1950s. I mean, the songs of the late 1990s are a bit more available, I'd say. You know, they're still played to this day, to a certain extent. Well, I'm sure people play the songs of the 1950s too. Well, I'm sure some people do. You know, your Elvis Presleys, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, Elvis Presley, I suppose, and uh, one or two others still get played. I mean, it depends on it depends on what age you are. It's different with Ick because he comes to this and it's all new to him. Um, but uh, anyway, well, we'll see. I, I'm quite positive too. Um, yes, I I think that I think that he'll do his very best. Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of these years over the years, and there hasn't really been a big improvement in all, but there do seem to be areas where he is better than others. Yes, I I would agree. It's strange, really, though, because, I mean, I hope you cannot hear me, but um, I don't think of Ick as a lazy alien, you know? And yet, when it comes to doing his research for this segment, uh, he's very slapdash. I know, it, it's just, it shows a side to Ick that I, I never really knew. As you say, an almost lazy side, which... You know, in other ways, he, he, is, he is the complete opposite of lazy. He, he, he is almost sort of finicky to the point of obsessiveness. Oh, Paul, I, well, yes, I guess he, he, he has a sort of moral compass that uh, I feel that, you know, not doing his homework is sort of is the opposite of, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean... Well, we ought to stop gossiping. I, I can hear the theme music coming, so let's uh, let's just hope he does a great job. Yes, yes, I'm sure he will. I, I look forward to it. Yes, it sings the big hits of 1998. Coming up next. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hello, lovies. This is your Auntie Vera Charles or your Auntie Scott or Scott or just don't call me late for dinner. 
Reminding you that the Pride 48 live streaming weekend is happening July 29th through the 31st, 2022. We hope to see you there in the chat room for an amazing weekend of live LGBTQ plus podcasting. For more information, head on over to pride48.com where they've got pride just flowing right out every orifice in there. It's, it can be unpretty at times. Let's see. Um, uh, I'll see. I'll sing some songs from 1998. This time I'm not just going to sing the number ones. I'm going to sing, well, you know, um, top ten hits too. So, um, all around the world. Thank you very much. I need somebody 
finished, Ick? No, Paul, no, I haven't. There's still more to go. Maybe you should have stuck to just doing the number ones. No, Paul, be quiet. All right, all right. I'm horny, 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 horny. Um, 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 um. Why are you going to hear this song so loud? Because I want to, because we want to. Because we want to um, um, be there forever, I'll be waiting. La 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 la, la la la. Be there forever, I'll be waiting. La 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 la, la 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 la. Um, yes. If you just hate this, your children will be. I think better wrap it up, Ick. Uh, maybe just one or two more. No. Oh, I'm so rushed. Um, I believe in love, after love, love, after love. Another new episode of the Shy Life Podcast comes out. <laughs> oh, I think that was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, kitty, kitty, dearie. Purple, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love dearie. 
<laughs> now that one was funny. Uh-huh. It was different, it was nice, it was unusual.